Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to another edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Sarianis, I'm your host. I'm a third Don Blackbelt and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. Today we're going to be talking about some essential reading for Taekwondo practitioners. And when I say that, I'm not talking necessarily about a list of the five best or things of that nature. What I'm talking about is some books that I'm going to recommend that I've read over the years uh, that I think would be helpful to Taekwondo practitioners. They're not necessarily all specifically technique or, or form-based. Um, they're books to sort of round out the entire martial artist. So with that being said, let's get started. Let's take a deep dive into the list. I would love to hear what your list is of, of books that you recommend. We'd love to share that. Uh, and we wanted to once again thank everybody for nominating us as the best podcast on Long Island. The start of this, this started from me thinking, I just got this book this week, Be Water, My Friend, Essential Writings, The Teachings of Bruce Lee by Shannon Lee. I just started this one, but every martial artist who's probably over the age of 20 years old uh, has had some influence by the writings, teachings, and movings, movies of Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee did more to get Westerners involved in the practice of the martial arts probably than any other single individual entity or force. I think up until The Karate Kid was released, and even probably after The Karate Kid was released, no one had done more to... Uh, increase enrollment in the United States and interest in martial arts practice than when Enter the Dragon came out. So while I don't have a particular particular review of this book yet, I have started it. It is great. It's written by his daughter, and I highly recommend you pick up a copy. I know this one's going to be a bestseller. It will probably sell out. I've talked about this one before, The Secret of, my, of Inner Strength, My Story by Chuck Norris. Um, this book is not a new book. I picked up a used copy of it. My copy of it is tattered, worn, long gone. This book was written originally in the 80s. I think I've told the story of, of how I waited online to meet Chuck Norris uh, when this book came out and how gracious and kind he was. It was the first time he and I had spoken. Subsequently, we've spoken uh, for interview purposes. But this book is a great look at his life, his history, and his philosophy. It's not just filled with autobiographical uh, things, although that's in here. It tells a little bit about his movie career. Uh, but he gives you a number of his philosophical uh, perspectives on training, on life. Never underestimate an opponent. You can, you can be defeated as easily by overconfidence on your part as by his skill. Uh, my story, page 83. Those kind of gems actually probably make the book even more worthwhile than the story. So even if you weren't so interested in the story, this one is definitely worth picking up. This book is part of a two-part series. I've talked about this book before. We did a poll, actually, the first version of this book by John Gerard and the YH Park Brothers. Uh, it's called uh, Taekwondo. Uh, this is called Black Belt Taekwondo. The first book was listed as the uh, best martial arts book of the 20th century. This is a great book. Uh, both books are. They are not only, you can see how worn and tattered this copy is because I, I've been through it so much, 
it not only gives you uh, information on the techniques, the specific techniques, it is somewhat outdated in the sense that with the rise of sport pumse for WT and Kukiwan practitioners, uh, this doesn't have all of the nuances of those things, but the, the basic step-by-step uh, -step look at the forms is in here, and it has a lot of basic information. Both of these books, companion pieces, are a piece of Taekwondo history. Um, John Gerard is a great writer. Together with the Parks, they put together a two-part series that's up there with any Taekwondo and martial arts book that you'll, you'll ever read. This one we've covered. We actually had Mike Fury on the show. Life of Action. I got a little bit of reflection there. Hopefully I get a better, better look at it. Life of Action. This is not a heavy read. This is a beautiful book, though. Um, this is really a beautiful book. It is... A, my Excuse me, my equipment is falling around. Uh, it is filled with interviews. This is actually Life of Action. Is this two? Volume two. It's a one, uh, two-part series. It's filled with interviews. It's filled with photographs. Um, this is a collector's item. This is a book that you may not necessarily pick up and read from start to finish, but you'll see somebody that's Zoe Bell on the cover. You'll see a movie with uh, somebody in it, uh, one of the famous, Simon West or somebody who's famous, uh, Scott Adkins, or you'll see a movie where Kung Lee is in it, and you'll say, hey, I want to find out more. Um, yeah, of course, we, we all go to our phone and IMDb, but this book is really, really good at, at at tying a lot of that stuff together. So I highly recommend uh, Life of Action. All of these books are available in print. Obviously, we have no financial interest in any of these books. They can all be purchased on Amazon, on eBay. Um, you know, most of these books I have purchased new. The YH Park book I purchased a million years ago. This book, like I said, I purchased used, but I just recently purchased it from uh, eBay because... Uh, my copy was so badly beaten and destroyed. Next on the list is a little bit of an unusual one, not necessarily specifically martial arts related. It's got a much broader theme, but I think it's really helpful to martial arts and martial artists and taekwondoists. It's a book called Breathe by James Nestor, uh, The New Science of a Lost Art. Nestor is not a martial artist. He's not a sports person, really, uh, per se. He is a journalist. He's not even really a scientist, but he, he, he crosses over well enough. This is a 2020 book. And the reason that I love this book is because this book takes a really broad look at the art of breathing. Now, you say a book that's almost 300 pages on breathing probably sounds really boring. And I probably agree with you, except for this book makes you rethink the most simple, basic, and life-sustaining thing that we do every single day. Nestor manages to get you to look at your breathing, look how your, at how your breathing ties into your overall health, uh, look at how the manner in which you breathe can impact your performance, can impact your life, can impact your hygiene. Um, and it really made me think, uh, he gives a lot of simple exercises, and what he does in it that makes it interesting is he looks at different techniques for breathing, different uh, cultures. He goes back and studies the history and the science of breathing and talks about the things that we do wrong simply without giving too much away. One of the major things is, and I never really realized this, is that most of us are mouth breathers, right? Mouth breathers. We breathe in through our mouth on a 
regular basis. We're not necessarily conscious of that, but he discusses how destructive that is and how we should be breathing through our nose and not through our mouth. So um, I think, again, a book that you don't necessarily have to pick up and read from cover to cover, but if you go through the chapters, you'll see a lot of interesting material in here. And again, I, I'm, I'm big on books that have practical application. So the book has practical application. You can sit, you can try the techniques. Um, for me, it sort of enhanced my meditation. Uh, those that, un- that know my history, that know the history of this program, know that we are very, very big on advocating different forms of meditation, whether it's breathing meditation or chakra meditation or transcendental meditation or visualization meditation. But any of those, breathing obviously is a part of it. And this book has actually improved my meditation process significantly. Uh, the next one, because I do lend out my books so much, uh, I, many of them I don't get back. I forget. I don't keep a record, uh, like a library of the people that I give my books to. So um, sometimes I go to look for a book to give it to somebody, and I realize it's not here. And the last person I gave it to never gave it back to me. And that, that's all right. That happens. Uh, I think one of the great gifts you can give to somebody is to recommend a book or give them a book or suggest a, a, a good book. It's something great that you can share. So the next one is a book, an unlikely book, but a book that I love. Again, not a martial arts book. Hopefully you can see this. Success Through Stillness by Russell Simmons. Okay, I don't have the book, so I, I got the screenshot of it. But that book is one of the books that I utilized in my journey of meditation. And I was kind of, somebody recommended it. Again, it was came from a recommendation. Uh, and I said, Russell Simmons, like, isn't he that music guy? I didn't know him. Or isn't he a deaf comedy jam guy? I, I didn't know who he was. Uh, but I, I picked up the book, and the book is the most practical book on meditation that you could possibly uh, pick up. It's easily digestible. It's easy to read. Um, it is really, really, excuse me, well, I'm just going to grab one thing. I was trying to see if I had a better image of the book, but I don't. But I don't. Sorry. It, the book is easily digestible. It's easy to read. Um, Simmons talks to you in very plain language. Um, he, he talks about, from, again, one of the things that, that our society is filled with today are people that are, uh, want to be experts and want to give opinions on things that they know nothing about. That's not what, what uh, Simmons does. First of all, he's a longtime meditator. But more importantly, he gives you, in the early part of the book, the scientific information from the scientists. It's not just him giving it. He provides information on studies, uh, on medical research, uh, on the improvement of brain power, all related to meditation. And he discusses his experience and his journey in meditation. He also breaks down for people, I think transcendental meditation uh, is one of the most generally frightening and off-putting forms of meditation in the sense that when people see um, people engaged in this mantra and there's all this discussion about how you have to have a mantra to do transcendental med- meditation. People think that it is removed from simplicity. It's removed from what they think makes sense. He brings all that down to its simplest form. He cuts out the BS. He cuts out the stuff that is just pseudo-intellectual and gives you really right-on, spot-on breathing techniques. I have recommended that book to probably more people than any other book that I ever have in the history of my life. And everybody always uh, who, who takes the time to read it tells me that they found it to really be 
uh, engaging and interesting. So uh, definitely one to pick up, whether you're a fan of Russell Simmons or not, because I didn't know Russell Simmons. The other one that we're going to talk about is a little bit controversial. Um, the other books really are not controversial. Um, this one is somewhat controversial, and, and I'm going to I'm going to give a little bit of a story about it. And it's Alex Gillis's A Killing Art: The Untold History of Taekwondo. Now that book is the subject of much controversy because Alex Gillis is a journalist. He's also a martial arts practitioner. He is. Um, by full disclosure, a an ITF-centered, uh, I believe, Canadian martial artist. And he writes a book that is not a book about practice, uh, not even a book necessarily a, a boring type book on the history of Taekwondo, but it's a book that reads like an espionage uh, thriller spy novel. The book is about the emergence of the two styles of, or the two major styles of Taekwondo that came out of Korea, the Kukiwon centered under Dr. Young Kim, uh, Kukiwon WT style Taekwondo, and the style of Dr. Uh, of General Choi ITF, which became an ITF-based uh, style. But he calls out many of the people who some of them are starting to no longer be with us because of age, but many of the senior members of the Taekwondo community, uh, he peels back um, many interesting things about Taekwondo, talks about the political, talks about how Taekwondo uh, was a force for civil unrest in some places, how the techniques of Taekwondo were used in um, operative uh, missions, secretive missions, uh, CIA-type literally born identity, James Bond, uh, World War II thriller things. Now, I happen to like the book. I happen to think the book's well-written. I happen to have great respect for Alec Gillis. Alec Gillis was supposed to be a guest on our show, and he and I got into a disagreement, and I believe, he hasn't confirmed this, but I believe that as a result of my opinion uh, that I expressed, which he, he vehemently disagreed with, he backed away from communicating with me and has not communicated with me since. And what my comment was, was that I think the book is great, but I don't think that the book is for the new Taekwondo practitioner. Now, what I meant by that and what I tried to explain was, the reason is, is because the book basically is, doesn't give the most flattering portrayal of the leaders of Taekwondo really on either side. Um, it doesn't give the most flattering picture of the history of Taekwondo. And as a result, it was my opinion that most people come into a martial art. They come in enthusiastically. They come in uh, with an open heart. They come in excited. They come in with somewhat uh, romantic notions of their practice. And that as a younger person, as a white belt, as a fledgling to it, that the book may turn them off to practice. Well, he was deeply offended by my remarks. He's a journalist. His comment was, and, and by the way, I consider myself to be a journalist also. Perhaps I'm not of his caliber, but his comments were that the truth is the truth and that the truth can never be harmful and that you should never shield people from the truth and that my remarks were basically insulting and that my remarks were um, self-serving. I understand his opinion. I respect his opinion. Um, we live in a world where people don't respect each other's opinion. 
However, I stand by my opinion. Uh, if I had a new white belt adult and said, he said, hey, can you recommend something that I could read on Taekwondo? I want to learn more. I might be more likely to give them Grandmaster Park's book, or I might be more likely to give them the meditation book. I wouldn't hand some white belt the killing art and say, here, find out about our art. I would be likely, as someone developed and matured in their journey and understood for themselves the value of Taekwondo and understood that their foundation in Taekwondo became solid and that nothing could shake them, say, hey, there's a little broader story here in terms of Taekwondo. It isn't all, you know, all of the philosophies that have been incorporated to Taekwondo came from the struggle, but it hasn't always been lived that way. So anyway, that's my opinion. Hopefully someday Alex will agree to join us on the show. It would really be um, great for me. It would be great for um, our listeners. But that's really my list. The list is not a list of the best books. Um, it's not a, certainly the list. It's not a comprehensive list of the only books. So I, I would certainly love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your any books that you could recommend. There are so many martial arts uh, and martial arts related books. There's tons of books. Uh, as many of you know, I study under Master Edward Park, who's a voracious reader. Um, there's tons of books uh, on life skills, on life changing skills, whether you know they be books by Urban Meyer um, or, or books by Tom Coughlin in the football reign that have uh, principles that transcend any one sport and that have value to Taekwondo practitioners. But this list for me is a list, especially we still have a lot of people who are consuming tons of content on Netflix and they get into the YouTube circle. But if you want to take some time to read, none of these are heavy reading. Breathe is probably the heaviest read. This is a very, very simple read. Life of Action, great, tons of pictures, tons of photographs. And of course, the Bruce Lee, the Bruce Lee book is, is very simple. So that being said, again, we would love to hear your list of uh, the best books. Um, best books. I just said it wasn't a list of best books, but um, books that you think would be value to Taekwondo practitioners, to karate practitioners. Um, we're always interested in that. Coming up, uh, we have an interview. Actually, it will premiere after I record this, but before this premieres, um, we have an interview with Amy Johnstone, who is a stunt woman and an actress. Uh, she appeared in Accident Man with Scott Atkins. And uh, I ordered a copy of her book, uh, How to Stunt in Hollywood, um, A Guide to Getting Involved in Stunts. So we will be talking about that book, and I will be reviewing that book as a separate episode apart from my interview with Amy Johnstone. So look out for that. Um, be sure to like and subscribe us on this channel, on our podcast channel. Uh, and if you can, anytime between now and December 15th, 2020, if you vote for us for the best podcast on Long Island, we would really appreciate it. We look forward to you. We hope you're safe. We look forward to hearing from you and speaking to you. We hope you're safe. Um, and we look forward to seeing you on the mat. From Taekwondo Life Magazine, Mark Sirianis, thank you so much.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.